Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. While it may sound like a far-off concept baked up in a sterile science lab, you've almost certainly eaten food that has gone through the Maillard reaction. In fact, you probably eat foods several times a week or a day that have gone through this peculiar process. Sometimes dubbed the flavor reaction, the Maillard reaction is a pillar of food science and the answer to the question, what makes cooked food taste good? So, what in the world is it? Discovered more than 100 years ago by French chemist Louis Camille Maillard, the Maillard reaction is a series of consecutive, complex reactions between amino acids and sugars when food is cooked. In layman's terms, it's the chemical reaction that occurs when you brown your food at a temperature between 285 and 355 degrees Fahrenheit, that's 140 and 179 Celsius, creating deeper colors and tastier flavors. During this process, flavor compounds in the food break down to create lots of new flavor compounds. Those compounds then break down, and so on and so on. So that delicious savory flavor that you get with each crunch of your seared steak is, in part, a direct result of the Maillard reaction. Here's a step-by-step guide to what happens on a microscopic level. When heat is applied to foods containing sugars and particular amino acids, those molecules react and form a compound called the Heinz or Amidori compound. These then further react to form aromatic compounds. In the final step, large complex molecules called melanoidins are formed. These eventually produce the food's brown color. So how is the Maillard reaction different from caramelization? We spoke with chef Alex Lovick of the Napa Valley Inglenook Winery. He said, simply put, caramelization is the browning of sugars, while the Maillard reaction is a bit more complex and involves the interaction between amino acids and sugars. The Maillard reaction begins to occur at a lower temperature than caramelization and produces many complex flavor compounds. It's one reason why food that has undergone this reaction is often desirable and can be considerably more exciting and interesting to eat. Both caramelization and the Maillard reaction are responsible for some of the colors and flavors in foods that we know and love. A caramelization results in the sugar crust on top of creme brulee, the sweetness of onions that you cook down on the stovetop, and pineapple that you cook on a grill or in the bottom of a pan for pineapple upside-down cake. Caramelization leads to more toasty flavors. Think of the hints of toffee, butter, jam, stone fruits, and cotton candy that you might encounter in the aforementioned foods. Meanwhile, the Maillard reaction creates more roasty flavors. Think of the hints of toast, citrus, currants, chocolate, and coffee that you might get in the crust of a seasoned steak or fish, or a roast chicken or brisket, or in a dark beer like a stout or porter, or in chocolate or coffee themselves. It can be difficult to separate the results of the two processes sometimes, as many foods involve both, like toasted bread, caramels that are made with dairy, and amber-colored beers. Interestingly, while Maillard reactions occur fast in cooking, they can also develop slowly over time when food is stored at low temperatures. For instance, cheeses that ripen over time develop intense flavors in part because of the Maillard reaction. Today's episode was written by Jeremy Glass and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other complex topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. 
BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.